yo, what's going on? Welcome to episode two of the Black Wolves Den podcast. This is your boy Juan, and this episode is called Your Bye, because pretty much it's an oh shit moment. How y'all boys doing? I'm here with my boys right now. Doing good today. It's your boy Cavo checking in. Welcome back for episode two, ladies and gents. What's good, everybody? It's Cool Breeze. <laughs> the nigga said, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it short and sweet. I mean, they already know the vibes with Breeze. You, you already know. You, you know you, if you know, you know, you don't. You know, I already know you don't. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know what I mean? I know it's been a little minute, man. Things got real busy in the holiday times with family and just all kind of stuff going on, getting caught up in American com- consumerism and all this and that. So, I ain't going conspiracy theories, you brothers out, but uh, you know, you know the vibe. So we're back, and uh, we're gonna really get into it this time. We're really gonna kind of instead of talking about anime first, man. We're gonna um, you see you see cats is getting blown up. They're trying to record. They're too famous already. But so uh, we're really gonna go into some games this week because there was a lot of game stuff that I felt like we kind of skipped over last time that I really wanted to touch base on. So. The big fall time, man. You know, the fall time is a big time for games with all the different conferences and some of the stuff coming out. So I want to talk about the first big game that I think is huge for the fall time. Um, big, big, big guy, big game, um, Hideo Kojima and his camp, you know, ever since he split up with, um, damn, what was the name of the company? Uh, uh, what, Konami? Damn. I don't know if that was him or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was. So, you know, Metagear Solid, they had a huge franchise. You know, they had five games, spinoffs, and well, they even tried to do a spinoff of Metagear Solid that was like Fortnite with like zombies. It was, it was weird, but long story short, you know, the, the creative genius that is Hideo, he came back with the game Death Stranding, and it's actually um, starring the um, other guy from The Walking Dead, uh, Norman Reedus. Uh, I think his, his name on the show was Daryl, you know, real country, um, had the crossbow, you know, <laughs> was going wild, had to race his brother, Meryl, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mega mural. <laughs> Yo, man, I don't know if y'all, you know, Kubrick's brought up a good point. On The Walking Dead, before it got real messy, man, I think it was like season five or six, whatever, whatever happened, um, the governor season, um, they found, spoiler alert, you know what I'm saying? It's 2019. If you ain't seen it, man, I don't know what to tell you. But they found this nigga, uh, Daryl's brother. He was working with the governor. <clears throat> and he had a, a, a spike. He had a claw. A claw. <laughs> and uh, he died and became a zombie, man. He was uh, he was a turned up, man. He was a deaf zombie with a weapon. It was, that's a dangerous thing. A zombie alone is going to get your ass, no matter how you want to spin it, how you want to, you know what I mean? But... With the claw, I mean, he's going to pierce you and then hit you, man. Shit is crazy. So, man, but long story short, to get back on topic, they made this game, man. It's, it's really kind of meta, really next level. And uh, I'm going to ask you boys what you think about it. I've been going on enough, so. I just want to say one thing. That was the first real-life example of a Resident Evil nemesis in a movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, walking this <laughs> stuff. I, I, I took this. But uh, I actually haven't played Death Stranding. Um, we have it at the crib. I have not even popped it open yet. But that is my cousin's favorite uh, fucking like game creator. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Hideo. And uh, you know, this might sound crazy, but I've never been like the biggest Metal Gear Solid fan. Like I like the games, I just never bought into them. So uh, for y- for y'all out there who have played the game, you tell me. 
haven't, I haven't played the game yet either, but we, we're just talking about the meta. I mean, do you, do, did you kind of, you know, you know what's going on and everything, right? Or Nah, bro. Like, I haven't done no research on Death Stranding, which is crazy. Like, it looked like a good game. It Like, I saw the preview for it and look, I mean, it looked real as fuck, but I mean, I just, it's never been me. Save, save, save him, cool. Save, save, save me, him. please. Save me. Oh, nah, nah. <clears throat> well, uh, nah, I don't really know too, too much about the game, but uh, I do know it's a lot of, uh, like, constructive building slash uh, open world, like, uh, pretty much managing. I know there's, like, I looked at the menu, and there's, like, managing your boots, like, you know, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not making this up, man. It's like you, you can customize your boots, and depending on what debris you walk on, it will affect your feet and all types of stuff. So uh, Hideo put a lot of time into this game. Uh, I will say that, but I think it's a mixture of like I think you can carry ladders to get across water. If you get in the waters, you might possibly. Uh, like your packages that you got on your back might fall off, so it's like a like an environmental survival slash game. Yeah. And in the and in the midst of all of this, they have uh, I forgot what they call those creatures. They're called BTs. like BTs. Thank you. Yeah, I don't exactly know what they are, but I know they have something to do with the past colliding with the present and yeah. They, Something like that. You lit. You lit. I mean, that boy knows. So, I mean, Kubri's pretty much hitting on the head. I'm gonna give him a quick summary of this because I really do want because we can't talk about it too much because we'll give it away. As in, with most of his games, the storyline is what really gets you. But long story short, man, it's it's been like this apocalyptic type event event that happens, and it kind of just you know dismantles the world. And the rest of the world, in the United States, comes together in these different factions, and. Um, pretty much people can't communicate with each other. And so they have these guys, like these transporters who are like not scared of pretty much the, those evil monsters called the BTs. And Norman Reddish's character is one of these people. And to Kubrick's point, you, you gotta be able to traverse the terrain fast, uh, fast and efficiently while fighting these monsters. And it's just so much deeper into why he's trying to connect the United States and what's really going on with the BTs. So I did do a lot of research. I didn't play the game, but I watched literally every video in the game. So I, I know what happens, but I can't give it away right now. <laughs> but um, it's going the fuck down. So that's I'll probably get it this Friday. Um, I mean, I ain't going to lie. The whole storyline, you know how they do, man. It's really wild. But we, we definitely wanted to shout Hideo out, you know, congratulate him on getting his first solo game with his own production company. And because, like I told you, they already hold out the Metagrid Solid franchise doing a damn zombie survival horror game that he had no control over. So we didn't want to get into that. But we do got a game that we do have a lot of information on that we have put a lot of hours into, a lot of time into. Big fall, you know, big big Christmas time game. I'm telling you, big people are gonna be people are gonna be getting on this game late. You're gonna see a lot of videos, a lot of memes, more memes coming out. Star Wars Fallen Order. Oh, oh I, I, you already know. We know you know about this one. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm gonna let Cool Breeze go because you already know. I'm, I'm blocking <laughs> this. Uh, um, all right. Well, uh, first off. Um, I'll say I really do like this game. Uh, this game is pretty good. I'm not going to lie now. I'll be honest. 
I've probably only got to the third planet, so nobody out there crucify me. But um, I like the graphics, and it's a lot more open world than I really thought it was going to be. I mean, there's a lot to the game. Uh, I don't really even know where to begin, but <clears throat> the battle system kind of plays, I would say, a mixture of... Uh, I don't even know. I would say... Bloodborne slash uh, I'm thinking of another adventure game but anyway besides from the graphics and the overall gameplay the story is really you know what's really captivating me to keep playing really and I didn't really think that was going to happen even me first playing now I will admit that I was dying like hell because I had it on hard the first couple of times and I uh, stopped playing for a while. But overall, though, the story is really dope. I I think, Juan, I think you know where this timeline takes place. I don't even yeah, really know. It's, it's, it's right after um, the last... Um, it's right after the Jedi Strikes Back. After... Um, the Jedi Empire Strikes Back? The Empire Strikes... No, I'm tripping. It's right after the third movie. But before the trilogy, uh, the new one with Ray. So like after, after everybody, after Order sixty six. I'm tripping. I'm sorry, y'all. Right after Order sixty six. So after the the new trilogy that came out, after um, Obi Wan killed uh, Anakin. Okay, yeah, and that's when he became uh, Darth Vader, and that's when Darth Vader was on his rampage. I get. Think around that time, right? Execute order sixty six. Yes, yeah. my master. But <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, man. I mean, Star Wars: Fallen Order. Originally, when I seen the game trailer with Cool Breeze at the crib, I was like, "Bro, I'm not fucking with this." I'm like, "What is going on?" A you did say Star Wars game. I, I couldn't. I couldn't fathom. I couldn't even fathom it. But I couldn't even fathom it. But man, I'm telling you what. You take. Respawn Entertainment, which is another maker of Titanfall 2, Apex Legends, which is a game that I'm really a fan of. You throw Star Wars in there, you throw a little bit of difficulty, you throw some Dark Souls, you throw in my favorite, which is a which was a skill a point based skill uh, skill tree. Man, I mean, honestly, man, the combat in this game is so fun. You really get to play like you're a Jedi. You really get to respond. And it's not just like any monster. You find a lot of monsters, not so many humans. Like a lot of shit can destroy you as a Jedi, regardless of how strong you are. Um, if you're a fan of like Soulsborne games, so like Kubri said, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, games like Noi, and shout out to Noi 2 coming out soon. I think in um, I think early March or something like that. But nevertheless, it's one of those games that plays right into that field of open exploration the right amount of difficulty, you better be able to parry or else you already know. You know what I mean? You can't parry, fam. Hey, that's every Your game. Your ass is great. <laughs> yeah, better learn to parry. So um, I, know, I know you haven't had a chance to get too much into a cable, but it's one of those type of games where I know that you will be into it. I mean, I, I really will say to Kubris's point, uh, you know, with Star Wars games, I mean, we know what we're getting. So a lot of times it's, it's kind of hit or miss. But the storyline of Cal Kestis, um, this Jedi Padawan um, who was trying, he lost his master, and him interacting with another fallen Jedi master who turned to the dark side, and kind of that whole, you know, we don't want to get into this whole gray side of the force because I don't necessarily believe it's canon or real, but that's just me. But, you know, it really starts to bend the line of, like, duty and just kind of, like, 
just you know where do you stand in this in this side in this world so that's just something that you know it was one of those games that was just so pa- i was just so passionate and just about an experience right now as a console owner or or a pc owner they have it on pc too um that i really want to make sure for our fans and just people out there who enjoy good cinema good good gaming good experiences man we really we really you know suggest you guys check that out so that was uh something i really want to make sure i got to and um again shout out to hideo um, Cable, what we got next on the agenda? Mm, let's hmm. see. If we're still talking games, we got gotta gotta uh, talk about the Nintendo Switch big title right now, Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> oh man, you already know something that I haven't played. Now I'll let my boys get this one, but the guy, the gas station, um, my other good friend Smalls. I know the Pokemon man for everybody's taken over again. Even though people said this one was bad or whatever they say, this one has this. You know, it doesn't have as many Pokemon in the Pokédex, I think. It's taking over the streets again, even low-key. So, you already know. So, so like, to some of those points, like, I haven't played it yet either, but I've literally watched my cousin play this shit, like, and beat the game. And there's, like, I work at, you know what I'm saying, at a tech company, and everybody everybody there has that fucking game. And they done, like, beat it and mastered it and, like, got all the Pokemon from the Pokédex and... And everything, and yeah. So like, there's some shit that you know I don't, I don't like that they did like that giant giga shit for the three rounds. But I mean, <laughs> but it's a raid. It's a raid. I mean, it's yeah. It's like I mean, I understand they had to make they had to make every game a little bit different than the last one. Like when they introduced like the mega forms and shit like that. So, uh, but I will say the 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 one thing that they did do right. Um, I didn't even hear what you just said. My bad. But uh, the one thing they did do right is give you the ability to have online battles with your friends, you know. So yeah, I mean that's you already know that's something that they were missing for a long time. That had to be in there though. Yeah, like you could do a two on two with your boy right beside you and play some other, you know, what I'm saying whoever scrubs across the world, you know, what I'm saying on a two on two, like who got the best strategy? So like if they would have ever did that shit in Pokemon Stadium, um, that might have been the greatest game ever. But yeah, man, I'm saying Sword and Shield. It, like I like I said, I haven't played it, but I think it's a really good like I think it's personally a good game. Like done and like there's some there's some things they messed up on. Like they, they definitely cut some animations on some moves, like like double kick for example. But you you know uh <laughs> nah, they Yeah, you know, I don't know if y'all saw the video, but the little the little joint was just jumping up and down. Like <laughs> I, I did I did see the video. <laughs> but for some of the new moves like they they made the effects like out there like so i give it to them for that so you know i don't know breeze you play have you played it yet yeah i actually have it um i haven't played i only got really to that first world i forgot like i made my character and that's kind of where i left off at um i haven't been playing because i got a whole bunch we've been playing star wars and a whole bunch of other games on the playstation but uh pokemon sword and shield i mean there's definitely some misses but i'll give this game credit only now i know a lot of people are gonna say well i've been waiting on this for years but i mean the thought of it being like open world and i guess 3d i've been waiting on that for since i was a kid so i'm giving them pluses on that I didn't really like how they didn't really add all the Pokemon, considering this is like the next gen Pokemon game. I would assume that they would be like, oh, we adding everybody. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I was tight. But 
I, I mean, some of the Pokemon that they don't have in there, I can't even really remember all of them, but I know Sword and Shield, they have, like, specific Pokemon, new and old, that that, that you can get. Yeah, it's the, but, it's the what, Yanova region in this one? Yeah, yeah, Yanova <laughs> region, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I did read, I don't know how true it is, uh, that you can't get some of the nostalgic Pokemon until, like, the very, like, Towards the end of the game, I don't know how true that is. I just started. I, I got Pokemon to reach at the end. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, so I think like Pokemon, like Pikachu, you know, the ones that we grew up with. I think you can't get those until the later of the game. I don't know, but I know when I first started the world or whatever, they kind of gave you, you know, like the new Pokemon and a, a sprinkle of the old ones and you know it's not like the old ones that we know like the first generation but um but overall though the game is good i mean <clears throat> there's like the weather and whatnot changes i mean i thought that was kind of cool um i mean i like the fact that they made it into you can find a pokemon like in the grass or i was just about to say my- i was about to say that shit. i like how they actually like you can see them shits now yeah, so now you got a choice. Now you can see them out in the world. So now you can choose whether you're like, ah, do I want that Pokemon or not? So overall, though, I think it's a real good Switch game. And I don't know what people were bashing, but I mean, clearly it's, you know, Pokemon's here to stay. I, hey, right. one thing I will say is I, I don't like how they got kind of lazy, like with like the last region, whichever, which one was that? Uh with like the, the the Alolian Pokemon and then these ones where they just like they it's like British themed so they got like fucking wheezing in a top hat you know what I'm saying like I feel like they just be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yo bro I did I did see that I didn't know if that was now I have seen some really I think I seen a Pokemon that was made out of cotton candy or like I feel like they they running out of ideas bro like they just like what can oh, we yeah. <laughs> what can we oh, do now <laughs> yeah so I definitely agree with that I mean some like. The trash can Pokemon, all that. I mean, y'all could have came up. <laughs> Yo, there's a trash can Pokemon. I was going to make a joke if there's a Pokemon named Bollocks, but I feel like that might disrespect some people who might be European or British. That's a, that's, that's a funny joke. That's a funny joke, right? There. That, would, that would kill on stage. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I prefer not to see no Pokemon, like a trash Pokemon or a Pokemon in a damn top hat but you know hey <laughs> yeah i mean but uh no nah, i mean shout out to shout out to nintendo man like i said the only reason i don't even have the game is because i don't have a switch yet but we're going to see if santa claus or whoever you know happy holidays Kwanzaa, whatever you know we're going to see if during the holiday seasons we can make a change but hopefully if my girlfriend doesn't hear this you know hey man I, you know to that point right there no disrespect to anybody who celebrate any other holiday but i'm tired of saying motherfucking happy holidays people i celebrate christmas and i'm gonna say merry motherfucking christmas shit I ain't living in this PC world. Fuck that. Y'all gotta conform to me. (laughs) That's a Florida man. (laughs) You are the Florida man. I still love everybody and respect what they respect, but damn, man. Why I can't say Merry Christmas? And you can't just be like, I don't celebrate Christmas. I celebrate Hanukkah. And I'd be like, well, happy Hanukkah. 
I definitely said Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays to somebody at my, my new job. I work at this company, whatever. And, you know, just being friendly and polite, like I didn't even want to say anything to start with. So um, this person was African-American, you know what I'm saying? They walked by, I'm like, oh, you know, Happy Christmas, Merry Holidays or whatever. Have a good one, you know. They're like, well, I'm, I'm actually an Israelite. So, you know, I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I was worried about somebody. You know, so it does get complicated. Because, I mean, you know, I mean, it doesn't. But I, so, like, all somebody gotta say is, "Hey, I'm an Israelite." You could be like, "I didn't mean to offend you," but I mean, okay, right, well, I mean, carry you know, on, I motherfucker. Said, Happy like, holidays, <laughs> Merry Christmas, kind of like I'm covering all bases. <laughs> but I mean, I guess maybe that's even worse. So, you know, hey, man. social cues. <laughs> Like shit, Some you can't. Don't rock with Saint Nick, man. You, hey, you can't say shit nowadays. You, you saying you'd be like, "Happy Friday, motherfucker!" Be like, "I don't celebrate Friday." <laughs> Merry happy <festive laughs> happy event day. Happy. Hey, you remember? It's like the episode of South Park where they made them. Uh, they put on that fucking Christmas special, but they had all the kids dressed in gray, and they have like, <laughs> no, like, like no holiday references in the show and shit. It was just like some random. Yo, I don't know if y'all seen that one. It was from the old seasons. That shit funny as hell. <laughs> Speaking of Kanye. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> so, so listen, um, I, I, anime wise, this with the fall time. We already kind of got into it last episode about the big juggernauts, and we're reaching about the break time of anime, um, you know, of the big anime and fall time as they transition into the new year, especially they celebrate their holiday. So um, the later episode coming out, the next one, we get, we got the breakdown of the uh, kind of like the mid-season finale episodes, which were fucking crazy. So we're really going to get into that um, next time. But what we're going to do right now is kind of keep it kind of light. We don't want to get too deep on y'all. But we do want to talk about, you know, Kanye West, man, my man, uh, you know, my guy. You know, he, he, he um, you know, um, he's a, a enigma in himself. But what we can say is, you know, he dropped the album, Jesus is King. Or, uh, I'm tripping, Jesus is King. I don't like one song that I really like, which is really Follow God. But I did listen to the Chick-fil-A record, and, you know, I, I get it. You know Closed on Sunday. <laughs> right. You don't want Chick-fil-A. Hey, it's catchy, though. <laughs> <laughs> he makes good music, but what I really wanted to get into was, like, I was really supporting him when he was kind of... It really seemed like a journey of like experience, and I know I know y'all are thinking, oh Kanye, Kanye, but I wanted to touch on it, especially since now they're saying he might go on tour with Joel Osteen, and um, this might be a deeper conversation that really might have to get broken down as we see the rest of this unravel. But did this go from Kanye really just being a man finding Christianity and helping change his life to really maybe now that he's working with one of the most notorious, um, interestingly known mega pastors of a regular church and maybe that might show a little corruption on both sides i don't know but you know joe osteen is notorious for not having other people in houston um you know being a real interesting guy and like i said i mean him aligning himself with kanye west and doing a tour i mean just in general how does that you feel like music and religion is getting too mixy with this or you feel like maybe this is a good direction to go kind of help both sides and kind of merge it, to me, it honestly depends on how they do it. Like they saying Kanye in charge of the music, Olsteen's in charge of the message. Um, honestly, it just depends. I've never been a big fan of mega churches. You know what I'm saying? I always think they just about the money. 
But uh, you know, no, no no offense to Joel Osteen, you know. I mean, hopefully he's a devout man of God. And same with Kanye. I hope he's a devout man of God. I mean, he always talked about religion, like in all his albums since the beginning. So, um, I hope that it really is like a benefit for the people, and then hopefully, you know, maybe it is to find something within themselves at the same time too. What I don't hope it turns into is just a money grab. And I swear to God, if I see like a Joel Osteen uh, Jesus. Uh, which we probably will uh t-shirt you know what I'm saying like they better not be a hundred dollars <laughs> so they will be <laughs> and they probably will be <laughs> so i mean but i mean I, I i hope it's done for the right reasons and not the wrong ones <laughs> amen to that <laughs> um i don't know I, I played the uh the jesus is king album uh maybe like a good solid one with one solid time i think it's like 27 minutes total maybe even 30. um i don't even know how many tracks it is do you remember when we first played it because i do i remember um we had a good weekend that weekend we went to homecoming it was going up and you was oh yeah night downstairs yeah, I asked this man in the morning at the hotel i said yo where was you at last night this nigga's like man i was downstairs listening to this kanye album eating food at the gas station i said man we are too drunk but uh i had to <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm a little, uh, I don't really know. I'm trying to think of the right, my thoughts and listening to the album and the going on tour with Joel Osteen as well. As far as the album, I'll be honest. I don't, as long as your message is pure, whatever, you know, as a musician, no matter who you are, if you're, you know, and it's something that you believe in or whatnot, and you're really speaking from the heart, uh, then I got no problem with that. I was, I will say as a Kanye fan, I would prefer, I know this kind of sounds bad, but I would prefer not to hear, you know, a straight Christian Kanye album. Um, Leave it to Kurt it's not. Yeah, you know, I mean... <laughs> You know, like I'll blast a, you know, Kurt Franklin song. I mean, because I know what I'm going to get. I know, you know, like I just know that's the message that he's stayed with, or I would hope that he would stay with, with the Kanye album. I mean, some of the songs, you know, some of the songs got a good message, you know, don't get me wrong. And I mean, I didn't even realize it was, you know, not even in it. It's not an explicit album at all. Like there's literally, I don't think, no cursing no type of like bad language anyway but um i think i don't know which song i like the most i think i i think i like the song with ty dollar sign but like i said um i was really waiting on yandy and i know that one was kind of a more explicit wild you know but usually i kind of like that kanye when he's like conflicted and talking about just opening up talking about his internal conflict versus him, I guess, accepting Christianity and, you know, every song strictly being, you know, Christian-like. Right. So, I mean, he, he, he said something like, uh, he let, like, one album, he let Fashion know what it's done for him, he let uh, Hennessy know what it's done for him, and now it's like he letting Jesus know what it's done for him. So, like I said, I, I'm a huge Kanye fan, it's like, so I, I, respect, I respect all those aspects. Like I said, this tour just gotta be done for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I mean, like Cooper said, other me, that's about that on that. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just one of those things that kind of sometimes now that I'm older and I just kind of look at how things are playing out and um, not to make it a joke out of a serious topic, but why why can't why can Kanye Photoshop North into their Christmas wedding, their Christmas picture, bro? <laughs> they photoshopped her? Yeah, bro, that's not that's not her really sitting there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. What, I mean, I'm not doing that. I mean, I wouldn't even say they got caught, man. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't. I, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, that's nothing that I would do. But I mean, got that to them. To me, that's not surprising coming from them. Like, I mean, they literally have. They paid paparazzis to follow them to take pictures before that actual real paparazzi so i'm not surprised at that like to me that sounds like something either kim constructed or maybe the daughter wasn't there and she was like oh just you know just do that because i mean we can and you know we already got the kids in there not saying i would do it or i approve or whatever but i mean i'm not surprised that they photoshopped me god knows how you know what else has been photoshopped you know nah, what i'm saying right so, it's just so funny because she looks so nice but it's like she's not really sitting there <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what i want to know is i'm really after the whole and i mean we can just breeze on by this but after the kanye album and after the whole I don't know. I mean, I know y'all seen that whole. I don't. I didn't know what was going on. I just kind of seen the memes. I of course thought it was hilarious, but I mean, what was with the whole Silver Surfer thing? And it's just funny to me that. Oh, with the music video. Oh, oh, that was a music video. Oh, wait, wait, is that what you're talking about? When he had everybody dressed in silver? Yes, that was a music video. Okay. <laughs> I think it was. I think that's for the music video. I don't know what it was for, but I just I know think, he I had. Think it's for his opera. He's gonna do a. Um... You know how people be wearing doing interpretive dance, I guess, I guess. I mean, y'all just don't think it's funny how it, I don't know, it's just a transition, you know. Never I don't think anybody ever would expect, you know, cuz we've seen that, we're making fun of that or whatever. And then the next thing, you know, I know him and Diddy got history, but it's like, you know, we never would have thought that we would be seeing Jay, Kanye, and Pharrell to get you know like I I just thought I could have already assumed that they all three all four of them are at different spaces and especially you know Kanye so I just thought it was real wild to see them you know now I don't know how that conversation went or whatnot or if they just kind of set up the picture or if they ever talked after that but I just find it a little little odd that it was just this you know not even on Kanye's part just on you know the transition into you know and the way he was looking like he looked normal you know what I'm saying like he just looked, he kind of looked like <laughs> did, you know, did he say look you all you niggas gotta come to my birthday okay I don't care about none of that beef shit I was just talking to my girl and we might we might change up the tangent of this episode because we just chilling, man. This this the early week episode, man. We we don't follow the rules, man. Whoever cracking the whip, man, we changing that. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm, that's how I'm rocking, man. Whoever cracking the, the the podcast whip, we off that. You know what I'm saying? We, we doing wild style. We, we off that. We we, are, we off that. And they know who I'm talking to. You did. So this is how I'm rocking. All right. 
Yeah, you funny as hell. Nigga, I hear Nick Cannon and niggas. I'm sorry. Nah, so now we're on this topic because this is funny. And off, off, before the, off camera, we were just off mic, we were just talking about like, not talking about this, but this shit is too funny. So honestly, this nigga Diddy, I was just talking to my girl about how many situations where Diddy literally knocked the nigga out with a, a kettlebell, his fist, a bottle. Okay, that's in true. Real life. Right, so niggas got yeah, a lot of pride, but you're not about to tell Diddy you're not coming to his 50th birthday party because another nigga about to be there. I don't even, not, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think the he, nigga said hell no, <laughs> hell no. Nah. He not he, he really not hearing that. And honestly, when I look at the picture, it looked like niggas was like, oh, you ain't tell me my man's just gonna be here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and like, real was like, man, look, man, I fuck with both nine niggas though. You know what I'm saying? For real, like I'm getting, I'm sitting on the other side, kind of like, you know, you know what I mean? But you saw Diddy's face, he's just as happy as hell. Look at us. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. Yeah. I, I love it, man. But I to your point, I saw an article that says, Do you think that they really squashed the beef? I think that that's two brothers who are just having a disagreement right now. And I feel like when you know somebody so personally and you guys really because of whatever decisions have to be made and I don't want to just say it was Kanye, but I do think he was in a different space than Jay-Z completely fundamentally that I think that they just, you know, like, they they needed something to bring them together. And I feel like this is the start of those conversations. Like, yo, you look good, man. You, you like you was doing good, my nigga, you know, like. Hey, but that's how, that's how friends do when friends don't talk for a minute, bro. Like, I mean, even as, like, I feel like friends we've had like that's how shit go like you'd be like i ain't fucking with that shit because that nigga about to be there the next thing you know you're around the nigga and then it's like anything can happen like you'd be like oh i heard you had a kid or how your daughter doing you know what i'm saying or like you know shit like that just somebody gotta be the one to be like y'all gonna be in this room together and you know what i'm saying y'all motherfuckers need to talk I mean, leave it to Diddy to break to get these two men the only together. nigga the only nigga in the silver jacket he's <laughs> like he's like hey yo look yeah, Listen here. I'm, I'm standing out on you niggas. <laughs> hey, but I've seen Jay Z snatch a phone and everything. Hey, them niggas look like they all want to low key fight and just <laughs> just trying to keep it keep it civil. Like, nah, it's Diddy party. We can't do that. I feel like all four of them, or just honestly, between Pharrell, Jay Z, and Kanye, they probably got a lot of maybe like. Um, Things they could talk about that may may be uncomfortable or slash uncomfortable that you know. Um, not, well, I mean, not in a bad way. I just really feel like that was relationships are just very complicated. Like I feel like they used to be not so complicated, but I feel like since they all grew up and be fifty and got kids, I feel like you know we're looking at our pops and grandparents that might have like beef uncle beef type shit. You know. Hey, I'm gonna say some shit. This like personal family shit, but like at my aunt's funeral, like. Uh, like it took for that for my two uncles, you know what I'm saying, to squash their beef. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was a tragic event, but it was like the first time our whole family had been together in like, nigga, like years, like 10 plus years. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Living in California, living in New York, living in Pittsburgh, living in fucking Virginia and shit, like people all over the place. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? It took, like I said, it took for that moment. And he was like, yo, I just want to make up with my brother. Like, you know what I'm saying? It'd be shit, it'd be shit like that. So, yeah. like, and you know, like, it's probably shit that they really want to talk about, but it's like, who's going to be the bigger man? Who's going to step up to the plate? When can we all get together? Like, you know what I'm saying? If, if one of them would have been like, yo, I'm trying to talk to you 
let's meet up and talk. Like it had been probably a thousand different fucking uh, excuses as to why niggas couldn't do it. But it, like you said, it, it it took one nigga and it was this nigga Diddy to be like, yo, y'all motherfuckers come to this goddamn party. Yeah, like stop letting we're beautiful black people. Like yeah, we, we all successful money, and shit. Money. We get money. We got families. Like we done did a lot of shit together. Like. You know, I mean, I know group of people grow apart and shit, and just different directions that people go in. Like I'm saying, like we all done been there, so I mean, but shit, we're going through it now. It's just like it is just part of life of growing up, and just like you know. But um, man, I was capping earlier, man. I was letting the podcast get too mixy, really, really, man. We're gonna get back on track, man, because um, we gotta kind of uh, reel it back in, you know, but. We want to get into some things. I, I have a longer list for today, but it's some things I don't want to, you know, kind of breeze over. Like, I really, the Juice World situation, I hate to, you know, take things in that direction, but it's one of those sad situations, like, um, rest in peace, Juice World. And um, it's really fucked up, too, because we have been planning on talking about Juice, Ca- Juice World situation uh, for a while, but we just got caught, so, so caught up. And it went from me having Juice World on the podcast topic list to having Juice World's death. You know, it's just one of those things that's kind of like, you know, kind of shocking and, and reminding of uh, just life and kind of appreciate, being appreciative of your life and your friends and family and giving people roses. So we want to shout out Juice. And um, I really want to get into that situation um, maybe on another episode and what I think about that whole situation because it's very scary to me personally about the actual pilot that really kicked all the situations off. Uh, but that's another conversation. I'm getting my theory, my conspiracy theory bag. Um yeah, definitely a big rest in peace to him. And we were supposed to definitely do another one and shout out John Witherspoon. So rest in peace to him as oh, well, yeah. too. <clears throat> rest in peace to them two brothers, man. Yeah, um, man. No, I, no, I should go. We will definitely touch base more on that um, episode three. So we'll give you all some. We don't want you, like, like Juan said, you know what I'm saying? We're not trying to skip over that. Um, not at all. So we just wanted to pay our respects this episode. <laughs> So um, we're gonna get into a few little things in passing as we get ready to um, kind of close up here. And uh, like I said, hit you guys with the midweek episode, just kind of taking it easy, just talking about some of the things that we're really personally thinking about, not getting so heavy into the otaku stuff right now and kind of deep dives, just kind of, you know, kicking shit. And uh, it's kind of connecting with y'all, letting you know what we're into. But um, we do want to shout out Demon Slayer Sword. We really spent a lot of time really advertising how popular it is to you guys. And since the last episode, the first season has ended and they got renewed for not only a second season, but also a, a, a movie that kind of kind of transitioned that time and that period in between season one and season two. And as far as the manga goes and as far as the world, um, it just passed over 25 million copies sold recently. So uh, it's taken over, not over um, just in the anime world, but in the manga world. And it just got uh, released in Toonami. Um, so it's doing English dub now. So you know if a show gets to the English dub, the popularity is through the roof. Um, as far as that, I wanted to shout out Dr. Stone, which I was talking about last time that I finally actually got to catch and see more. I was just reading it. Amazing. Um, I actually changed my Instagram picture to uh, a picture of Senku because I'm, I fuck with him and uh, it's going down. And uh, so, uh, you know, we got a few other things I want to get to, but I wanted to ask you guys about some of the new music releases and some of the stuff you guys have been listening to in this fall holiday vibe. Kind of what is some, you know, just some of the stuff you guys are playing. It could be old, it could be new. Just kind of want to touch base and see what the mix is and you guys' playlist in your Spotify, whatever DSP you, survive, uh, you subscribe to. Mm, <laughs> Apple Music for your boy, personally. But 
Okay, um, I'm on Spotify Premium right now. Yeah, I'm on Apple Music as well. <laughs> yeah, okay. real. Uh, honestly, I've been kind of listening to like a mix of music, like from like YK Osiris to motherfucking like <laughs> <laughs> Travis Scott to you know what I'm saying, Tame and Pop. Just like your little brother. <laughs> yeah, no bullshit. Uh, Doja Cat new album, Fab new album, and uh, I'm waiting for this new Tame and Paula to drop. So that's been my like, what's been on my the, ears. The, you mean the red cover, the red album? It already doing the red cover, right? Yeah, but it's only got like three songs on Apple Music, so I don't know if I'm oh, missing it. It's, it's got four now. Oh, but. it's got four songs on Apple Music. So yeah, it'd be saying it'd be saying shit like not releasing this in this region yet. So you know. Uh, oh yeah, that that bad boy don't release until next year. Yeah, so that's what I'm waiting for, honestly. Okay. Um. I've been listening to a lot of old and new stuff. Uh, some mentions I'll give. Um, I definitely did really like uh, Big Crit's new single, Ballad of the Bass. That's Ooh. not an album, but... I'll be adding that. Um, yeah, it, uh, I really like the song. It's got a little switch up towards the midway. Um, I've been listening to the new Rob Banks, Road mm-hmm. to... uh Falconia. Falconia, um, pretty good. I I really like the album so far. From what I heard, sixteen tracks, not too bad. Um, I've been playing Cake Trinata, the new album. I've only gotten a couple tracks in. I think that album's called Bubba, B U B B A, I believe. Uh, that album was pretty straight. Um, I think Casey Veggies dropped an album. I did hear that. Or- I did hear that mixtape. Yeah, uh, I think it's called Organic. A uh, couple of tracks on there. I, I like the track with um, YG and E40 and the one with Dom Kennedy. Um, trying to hurry up. Uh, I do actually like the new Pop, well, it's not new, but Pop Smokes album. I think it's called Meet the Woe, just in case, you know. And uh, I'm trying to, and oh yeah, okay, well, you're right. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The Doja Cat, that new Doja Cat album, the production on there is pretty flawless. I that's just me, but I actually like that, you know, that album. That shit um, hard, and she fine as hell. So if yeah. you ever listen to this, please come find me. <laughs> um, Juan had put me on the husband father EP, artist yeah, father. Uh, I actually fuck with that shit heavy, and uh, and the. Tom and Paula, um, the Slow Rush album, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's got like four or three tracks out. Oh, uh, I don't think, uh, last one, last one, uh, uh, to- uh, Tori Moy. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot oh, about that oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on, hold on. You gotta shout out the song, the Tommy and Paula song, It Might Be Time. That shit is hard. That's the name of the record. That's, that, oh, yeah. That shit is hard. Uh, well, yeah, that, that track is pretty hard. I used to play it all the time. People used to get mad as fuck. <laughs> but uh Toy Moy that uh, album Soul Trash, uh that uh that album's pretty fresh, I'm not gonna lie. So the video that's, for, uh, new house. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. I'll be checking that out. And some old mentions I've uh been listening to the future, uh that future uh Hendrix. Uh that's an old album. I think it came out in 07, but I actually never played it, and it's actually got some good songs on there. I'm not gonna lie. But that's yeah, about that, it. that was one of his best um, best selling joints too. Uh, 
the boys really, you, you know, we, we got some similar taste in music and uh, honestly, all the songs you guys mentioned are some of the similar groups I'm listening to. Uh, the only main things I can say I've been really rocking with right now, I haven't, I'm really, really sporadic, so I can't really like lock in on a whole album unless I'm really like either wavy or like, you know, but I did listen to the whole Rob Banks the way whole way through, you know, I'm fucking with Rob Banks. That's my boy. Um, I actually tweeted him on Twitter last week and then he retweeted it and I got like 30 people retweeting me and liking the comment. I just said I was going to listen to the album on the way home. So, I mean, I guess everybody feeling the same way. Um, so uh, I've really been listening to that Roddy Rich. I fuck with Roddy Rich hard. Um, I like this on the box off of there and a few other records. Um, hey, who was that little I, dude listening to when he was playing Apex? Oh, so we was playing Apex, and um, this little 12-year-old kid was like, yo, you know who my favorite artist is? And I was like, who? He was like, Rod Wave, you know. Uh, it's, it's getting so hard to breathe. It's <laughs> only <laughs> uh, uh, crazy because Rod Wave is such like a, a, a passion, hard, like, you know, street struggle artist. It was just so surprising to hear a 12-year-old like, yeah, bro, that's my favorite artist. But <laughs> shout out to Rod Wade, man. Keep pushing me. I remember he said he was going to stop rapping because of something. I was like, nigga, if you got 12-year-old kids on the gang fucking with you, bro, you need to keep making records. But I don't even want to get all deep. But yeah, so shout out to Rod Wade, too. Um, but I've still been listening what? to... Uh, oh, my bad. What was that, Breeze? Who was the rapper that... Vaughn told us about. Oh, Kyle uh, Fox um, was a British artist who's kind of like a Playboy Cardi-ish artist. I like that song off his album. It's like Ashley. It's a lot of songs on that album. But shout out to Vaughn, though, because some of the production on that album, too, is pretty fresh. It's out of this world, really. Oh, two more honorable missions. Stormy's and my bad, Stormy's and, and uh, The Weeknd. Go ahead, Juan. Niggas, niggas stop talking about this song. song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> hey, that's my shit. I know that I can't get the old sound back from the original trilogy. No, um, we'll never. That's, Metro Boomin that's the, the production shit. of the new record, but that isn't the one for me. But I feel like it's going to grow on me in the summertime, like all, a lot of records do. But initially... That wasn't the one for me. I'm not gonna lie, but I know that I record that you would enjoy. I know that's your vibe. I know that's. Uh, it was just cause I mean? some shit I was going through. You know what I'm saying? You like I, I like my emotional music, but uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's a good record too. But I just know the kind of player record. I knew that would be a record you would resonate with. You know, not because of you know, but I, I definitely feel you. You know what I'm saying? But I I I, sure, I know I know that you would like that record. Um, because it's like a player record, but uh, I, I I just got on the free nationals. Um, they just dropped the album, and uh, I really fucked with it. Oh like, yeah, that's pretty fresh too. Yeah, that shit that shit is pretty hard. Um, that Max B, uh, he just dropped the EP House Money. Um, uh, fucking with that, him you know trying to get his shit going. He got Wiz on the album and a boogie. Um, man, I've really been listening to a bunch of sporadic shit. Like I've been listening to. I've been fucking around listening to Juice World. I hate to say it. I mean, I was fucking with Juice World before, but I just want to hear some of the records and where he was going. But I've been giving him some spins. Um, K Trinata, like Cool Breeze. Uh, pretty much, yeah, I've been listening to some Lil' Keith again um, because, you know, Lil' Keith going hard to me. <laughs> so he got this song called It's Up, the freestyle. Fuck with that shit. Oh, I'll be listening to that shit all the time. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, I see somebody be, dancing to that shit. <laughs> I, I, yeah, me too, me too, bro. Um, what else did I download? Um, Benny the Butcher, shout out to uh, Griselda. They dropped their new project now. 
I'm, 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 I'm a little torn on this because me, Cool Breeze, and a lot of our friends, and we're going to break this shit down next episode, this Eminem beef. <laughs> Eminem, Nick Cannon. <laughs> this shit here. But what please. I can say, though, is we'll, we'll say We'll We're going to say it, but right. shout out to Shady. Yeah. Um, they, they, they did the management deal through Rock Nation. They did the, 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 the production deal, I think, through Shady Aftermath Records. So... Yeah, I reserve my I reserve my comments, but we're gonna we're gonna get into that next time. But shout out Griselda and um shit, man. That's that's the music session right now, man. So we've been on here for quite some time. We might even throw in a little BTS. Uh some of the uh off mic uh conversations are too funny. We might have to throw them them shits in there. And uh uh we wanna wrap up this episode, man. Uh you know what I'm saying? This is our Wednesday, Tuesday episode, middle of the week episode. We've been hey. grinding, working hard. Hold on, hold on. As as one last uh finale, only oh, be- I was gonna cut I- off, I was gonna transition. Oh, I was about to say, yeah, let's say we gotta we gotta talk on the most important thing coming up this week. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So, to start it off, uh let's talk about the Mandalorian <laughs> for those of y'all who've seen it. Um, you mean the baby Yoda? Is that the name of the show or is it the <laughs> Well, sure. it's literally the Baby Yoda show because I feel like they just selling merchandise for Baby Yoda because I just seen Baby Yoda merchandise every fucking where. Uh, I had a lady say I would give up my whole paycheck for Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, she was one of them Christmas people asking for money for like the Salvation Army, and I was like, God damn, bro! I literally, I, bro! I literally posted that meme. That, yeah, bro, that meme funny as hell. This girl said I would, I gave him that my whole damn paycheck. Yoda with that damn bell, bro. <laughs> Yeah, at the Salvation of Salvation Army, they, they wait till you walk up and be like, hey. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Hey, but uh, so like it's six episodes out right now. Uh, Juan, I don't, I think you haven't seen them yet, right? I've seen the first one. Um, I didn't get a chance to make it through. I haven't really got a chance to crack it, but I know, I know that it's going, I heard it was, I heard it was okay, right. but I'm not sure. I've heard it's been both sides. I was about to say, Breeze, have you, have you, are you caught up? Uh, no, I am not. I am sorry. So I won't say any spoilers in this, but first three episodes, uh, definitely like resonate with the story. Like what's going on? Like, okay, this is, this is the Mandalorian. This is what he doing. He a bounty hunter. And then as we all know, he finds baby Yoda. And the next three episodes is like, you, you, you ever seen a show where you can flip flop three episodes or four episodes around and you know what I'm saying? In any fucking order. And then it's just like, okay. Like they don't they don't add anything to the show. Like, what are these the random adventures of Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian? You know, what I'm saying? like it'd be the same thing, bro. It'd be like, all right, Mandalorian does something. Uh, he needs money. Uh, let's go do a random job. Random job. People find Baby Yoda. Uh, Baby Yoda gets in danger. Mandalorian shoots shoots everybody, kills everybody, and saying high fives Baby Yoda, and they listen to fucking music on the way out. You know, what I'm saying like in that meme where they had Baby Yoda pressing the button. Uh, so, yeah, the new episode comes out Wednesday, and, and you know, I ain't gonna say too much about it. Like, the new episode comes out Wednesday to not conflict with what the real jug is, and that's Rise of Skywalker. So, you know, we'll see if they add some more content, like some more substance to the story. But right now, it's just a lot of cool graphics, animation. You know, my boy from Game of Thrones going hard right now, fucking people up with the gunslinging. But fuck that. Rise of Skywalker, baby. Friday. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> so ties up all that, all the storyline. What were you about to say, Breeze? My bad. Oh, nah. I'm definitely going to check that out, though. Uh, I do not have Disney Plus yet, but uh, I'll probably check it out because I did really want to watch it. Um, I heard the first three four episodes are 
amazing to say the least. So I might, you know, I might watch it tonight, honestly. So Hey Disney, y'all got too much money to have this uh subpar streaming service, by the way. You know (laughs) I mean so like Netflix is fucking phenomenal. Hulu, like they they top tier but not, you know what I'm saying? Like they still have some quirks that they need to be fixed. But Disney, y'all be watching a movie and that shit still got a buffer. And you know what I'm saying? That shit still have to buffer. Like it'll be playing the audio, then the motherfucking video will stop and then it'll reset back to where the video paused at and replay everything again. Like that shit be tripping you know what I'm saying? It should be pissing me off sometimes. Okay, yeah, bro. yeah. It was it was doing that when I was when me and my cousin was watching we was watching smart guy and it was doing some trippy shit yeah like I'm like, y'all, y'all, y'all got too much money bro like it, you know what I'm saying? it don't make no damn sense <laughs> that's that is true i'll agree with that i mean and and then they're like they're they just updated yesterday though. so they we'll we'll, we'll give it a, we'll give it a chance and then some of their like i don't know if they updated the format too but like no i don't feel like anybody can compete with netflix as far as like the fluidity of the of like the the app itself like of like using the search streaming service like netflix you'd be like you hit one button you go back to the beginning you know what i'm saying you got the smooth fast forward and rewind got the smooth episode list like you know things like that like you know what I'm saying disney got some like uh aesthetics to fix yeah no for sure they gotta get the infrastructure so, I mean, they got the money, like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, right, they, they have no, not, you know, like y'all own everything. Sure. Y'all own everything, damn it! Like, yeah, there's no reason. But, um, enough. Of, I'm sorry, Disney. Not to slay y'all. Like, I appreciate all y'all TV shows, even though you know what I'm saying y'all stole half them shits from books. But, uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And we could talk about Disney conspiracy theories too. Um, but uh, what are y'all thoughts? Since none of us obviously have seen it yet, and the first airing was tonight in California, I think for for Rise of Skywalker. But what do y'all think is going to happen? Like, which what do y'all think is the Rise of Skywalker? Like, you know, what I'm saying what y'all. We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't do it. We don't have enough time. Don't have time. <laughs> the first thing we're talking about on the next episode is going to be Star Wars and our thoughts. So we'll have it. We'll have it. We'll be ready by the time it comes out because I've got a shit ton of theories. Cool Breeze, you no, know, I talked to him before he had to go to work about my theory. You remember that shit, Kubrick, from like three months ago? We broke down Palpatine. Yeah, yeah. We, so. we, uh, it'll, it's definitely gonna be a long conversation. For that. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna yeah. take it there. So, man, you know, we hate to wrap it up, man, but uh, we got to get it in, and um, you know, what I mean, we love y'all, and we appreciate all the support, and we're gonna keep the content continuously coming. Now we got, you know, we got things more together. We got a little bit more security on a few things, and um. We're going to keep hitting y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? And we ain't famous yet, so we can't do our three-hour podcast like we want to and, like, you know, all that. But we're going to give y'all some content about some shit. And um, like I said, next week, we're hitting the anime hard next week for the uh, pre-break finales. But, um, man, this has been your boy, uh, you know what I'm saying, St. Juan with the Black Wolves Den podcast. And, uh, you know, hand it off to my hosts. Uh, they got any final words before we get up out of here? Yeah, uh, once again, Cavo, thanks for rocking with us. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just keep tuning in. We're going to keep putting more shit out. And definitely tune in next week because it's going to be a good episode. Yeah, it's cool, Breeze. And yeah, you know, it's going to be a real real good podcast next next time y'all see us, man. Uh, we're going to get 
you know, real mixy with a lot of topics, you know, with anime and whatnot. So it's gonna be real mixy next episode. Y'all gonna I'm gonna even do a little few phone calls to some uh to some very interesting characters. Um it's gonna be funny. We might even hit y'all with that video episode and we can get somebody to come home for Christmas, but that's neither here nor there. So uh this is uh <laughs> way to call me out, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> episode two. Goodbye. It's your boy. We out. Peace. Yeah, still still good shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh <laughs> let me stop my um audacity and shit.